Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Self-Love Club, where boss women share their stories to empower others. Welcome to the Self-Love Club podcast. I'm your host, Belle Crawford. Hello, welcome to a new episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'll get into it very soon. Couple of quick things. We rely heavily on your support and thank you so much for the support you give the Self Love Club. Ways you can do that is making sure that you're subscribed to the Self Love Club on whatever podcast app you like listening on. We're on all of them. Also, you can share it with your friends. Send the link. Uh, tag us in your Instagram story. Share it with your pals. You can find us at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram. We're in a few other places too, and you can find all of those in the show notes of this episode. On the Self Love Club Insta, you get daily content, little pep talks, your midweek PSA, IGTV clips, heaps of cool stuff, and most of all, really cool to be able to connect with you. Right, let's get into this week's episode. Love Lessons is back. And I asked you on my Belle Crawford and Self Love Club podcast Instagram what topics you'd like us to cover. You can check out the backlog of things we have covered. There's been a lot on your pod feed. And I've held on to those questions privately, of course. But one that came up a lot was around abandonment, fear of being left. And we're also going to cover soul contracts. Enjoy this episode with Gaia Chenaya from Soul33, where we also chat about what's going on for a lot of people right now. Gaia, welcome back to Love Lessons. Thank you so much for coming to hang out again. We actually get to record in person this time. We it's do. Been through Zoom, all sorts, but yeah, back together, which is so cool. How have you been? I've been really good, Belle. It's yeah. been a really interesting time. What about you? Yeah, good. I know. This year sort of feels like it's gone fast in a weird way which well, it's August already. I know I know I feel like it was March and then now it's all kind of blurred and yeah it's just sort of strangely gone you wouldn't think it would have gone fast but it has I think it's been a really awakening time for a lot of people you know Belle and I were having a little bit of a chat before we started recording and what I mentioned was that People are now being forced to connect in with their authentic selves because a lot of people's fears have become a reality because our main needs and security have been taken from us or are being questioned, people losing jobs, all of that sort of stuff. And so if you notice, even in the media, people are being called out. Mm. Social media, news, people who we had put up on pedestals as opinion leaders, people who are taking on our identity and projecting a certain way to the public are actually being called out by others Mm. to say, hey, this person's not authentic. This person's not walking the talk. And I'm seeing that a lot with clients also, with people being forced to actually deal with who they are rather than just pretending. Mm. Because a lot of people, um, and like what we were saying before, we got on uh, recording, people can't travel, we can't do the things that we're normally doing because while in New Zealand we might be kind of back to normal, the rest of the world is still Mm. struggling. The rest of the world is still 
trying to find their feet, and so are individuals at the moment as yeah, well. Yeah, you're so right. There has been a huge cancel culture. We've seen a lot of um, a big movement with Black Lives Matter and, you know, a lot more of a need for being authentic and real. I personally have gotten a little bit over social media. Um, there's some great things going on there, but I, I think this time has really it does show how fake some people are and the narcissism through social media. It's totally fine to post photos yourself. I'm not saying that, but yeah, I think you're right. People, a lot of first world problems that, you know, there's people that are really struggling with real life stuff. And I'm quite aware of that. You know, people have lost their jobs. People Mm. can't pay their bills. They can't feed their kids. Like that's real life stuff. So if you can't travel, like, I'm sorry, but you probably went on three holidays last year. Mm. I don't feel sorry for you. And there will be a time when you will be able to do that again. Mm. But some people are really finding it hard to find their feet on a physical level, but on an internal soul level, which is the area that Mm. I work in, people are struggling to really come to terms with who they are now with things taken away from them. So like business people who have been traditionally really successful and their businesses are suddenly being taken away from them or they're having to sell or whatever. Like I was telling you, even with my business in Asia, I've had to close the office down Mm -hmm. and change the way I work because it's just becoming too unsustainable for me. I can't sustain it the way that it is. But also my ego was going, oh, do I need, do I have to do this? Do I want to do this? How does it make me feel not having that that external presence? But then once you process that, then you get to move on to see, okay, this is how I'm being authentic to myself. I'm not pretending that that I can sustain everything. I'm being real and honest that we have to rethink how we're doing everything. Mm. And that's how also we're projecting and being truthful to ourselves. Because I've mentioned this quite a lot on our Love Lessons Together. Denial is one of the biggest things I see in clients. And this is when I get a lot of people who come and they're telling me the stuff, their words are going, I'm this and I'm that and I'm this and I'm that. But on the inside, I'm getting the complete opposite of that because they're just projecting what what they think they should be rather than going in and dealing with the shit that's in there so that you can actually be authentic to who you are. So right now people are being forced to deal with that, aren't they? they? Are absolutely. And if you're not, you are going to be called out on it, my friend. So mm. Someone is going to see through you. We're doing that in our own individual ways by reconnecting and finding the authentic self. Mm. So I was going to ask, you've said that, you know, due to what's going on and do you think it's a lot to do with status and people hiding behind things? Now they're not able to do those things or they might not have the, the clout they feel like they had. That's what's forcing this to come out? Absolutely. Because the world won't be able to resume back to the way it was. Everybody is being forced to change. And so if you're someone that has been ruled by the ego, and we all have ego, but if you're not aware of it and you're just operating based on that, well that's not sustainable for the long term. So if you're fraudulent to your personality, who you actually are, people are going to start seeing through you. And the more individuals awaken within themselves, the more awake the Mm, collective gets. So I've been talking a lot about soul contracts and things for the last couple of weeks on my my social media and to my clients. Mm. You know, obviously before I did all this, I wasn't, I didn't know for sure, but now I do know that Before we come to earth and take on our physical form, our bodies, we have contracts. We have contracts, predetermined contracts with people in our lives. This is how we pick out our parents and our siblings and certain things that are predetermined in our life. Obviously, free will is a big factor in Mm -hmm. in life. And 
with the soul contracts, what we're doing is people who are coming towards us and challenging us on who we are, we've contracted to them to help us do that because it's discovering who we are. So soul contracts are not necessarily all the good things that happen in your life. It's the partner that challenges you. It's the narcissistic mother that has made you realise that you might be better off without her because you are fully loved Mm. on your own without her. It's all of those things that are really making people aware now that there's a much bigger collective movement going on that starts individually. Mm. So the soul contracts is a really interesting thing. And what I've been talking to my clients about is that as you move through your life now, especially through this COVID and everyone changing who they, how they operate and everything, is to look who's in your life and how you may have created a contract with that person before you even got to earth to get to know who you are even more. I know this can be really hard to understand, especially if you are in a situation that's really challenging mm. and that you're it's uncomfortable or abusive or all of that, of course you're going to go and get help. But yeah. that's one one of the things that you're being asked to do is that I deserve better than this. I'm going to reach out for help because there's help, abundance of help available mm. to you. But looking at who's in your life and why you may have contracted to that person, created a contract before you came to earth to discover more of your authentic self. Mm. So I look at that with my partner. I look at that with my mother. I look at that with my father, my sister, even the clients that I get, I will look at that person and think, wow, that person was contracted to meet me at that moment to, I learn something from every client Mm. that comes. Yeah, But it's all about going back to your authentic self. Because some people will come into the world, and and I'm going to say this because it's true, there are a lot of fraudulent spiritual healers out there. There are lots of genuine ones, Mm -hmm. but there are lots of fraudulent ones. I've heard some horror stories from clients who have come to see me where they've been drugged by spiritual healers and kept in their house for days. Um, Some and some of them are spiritual healers themselves. There's just a lot of fake people in the world. Yeah, yeah, so it's not just that. It's just that that's my and my career. But there are a lot of fake people, and you've got to find the authentic ones. But you have to be authentic yourself to be able to have that radar attuned. So that's why when people come to me, they know that. I will genuinely see through any shit, but most people want me to call them out on their shit. Yeah. But the ones that don't want me to, they're the ones that are hiding something from themselves. And the only person that's going to lose out is you because everything in your life will be inauthentic if you can't be authentic to yourself. Right. Let's break down soul contracts a bit more. So is that generally people close to you, say, for, I mean, you've just gone through a whole bunch, but is that usually people like your family, partners, maybe even bosses? Absolutely. But can it be anybody? It can be. It's What I'm talking about for your consideration after listening to this episode is that look at the people immediately in okay. your life around you just because they're your biggest lessons, like especially your children and your parents mm. because, you know, a lot of people have abandonment issues with their fathers and their mothers and a lot of people don't speak to their siblings. We've on some level contracted to have that experience, mm. you know, and so whenever any little conflicts come up in my family or in my relationship or whatever, I'm looking at going, how do I need to be authentic to myself to get them to be more authentic? So when you're in these situations and you're having these challenges come up, how do you know that's a soul contract sort of thing? You will know because it's usually a soul contract is a situation where 
especially when we're talking about family, you can't ever break that contract. Nah, you know, people no, say you can get rid of your family. You can't. Like you, they're, you can't. they're literally your family. Like you might not see them, but they're still your mum or your sister or whatever. Exactly. Because sometimes I'll see clients and I'll look, you know, at their blueprints and I'll be like, okay, you've been abandoned by your father in lives before. And then they'll say to me, oh, well, it's happened in this life too. That type of contractual commitment that you've made on a soul level comes through over and over and over again until you learn your lesson. So while I'll be able to give you some insight on what you're repeating, you perhaps may not be able to see the repetition, but you will be able to see certain repeating things coming up in your life. Because even when things come up with me and my family or I have regular clients that I see, they'll hit a brick wall with certain things. Like say, for example, the types of partners they attract. They're always attracting drug addicts or alcoholics or something that they actually don't want. But they're attracting it because they haven't learned the lesson. They're, they're contracted on a soul level to certain people that will look, teach them how to go back to that place of loving themselves and being authentic to themselves. You can do this in your own life by looking at what repeated patterns are mm. coming up. And especially like when we fight with our partners and things, it's usually the same things coming up. Yeah. Or when we're not talking to our mothers, it's the same reason it's coming up. That's how you know when a contract is with a person because the same things keep coming up over and over again within mm. a lifetime. couple more things on this. When you talk, and I want to touch on both of them. Mm. So when you talk about, you know, say, for example, you attract certain things, whether it be with partners or whatever, I find that interesting. You know, they say that you you put out what you attract is like, you know, what you like attracts like kind of thing. But if you're not a drug addict, but you're like attracting, for example, people like that, like you say, is that because it's a lesson you need to learn to not put up with that and not stop attracting those people? Right. Sometimes this isn't, there's all these gray areas mm, when it comes to this course. because sometimes it is like that. Like I saw a client recently and she had been abandoned by partners in a life before, but not by her parents. So she's had a solid family relationship, but she's unable to have a a relationship that she ideally thinks is perfect in her eyes. When you are attracting people like that, but you're not that person yourself, that means that there's a contract that you've created prior to this life. Right, okay. And, and so you're just... Because I always wondered that. Because you do have to, and that's when it gets a little bit more, you'd have to get deeper within yourself to figure out, well, there must be a part of me that has that addict in me or that has that alcoholic side in me, even though I wasn't those things in this lifetime. Mm. So there's something that... You're, you're attracting that type of person. And you can look at it like through your history of partners or whatever you've had, if you have a history. Like if I look at my ex compared to my current, complete opposites. But that's because I did years of work in between to get someone who was the opposite. Mm. But if I didn't, I would have found you someone. You often end up with similar people in one way or another, don't you? Of course. But then I also look and think that many of us find partners that are similar to our parents. Because everything's modelled to us, of you know. Course. like Yeah. So so the grey area requires a bit more digging. Mm. But you, your energy, it doesn't matter what you say and how you act, but if your energy doesn't matter, you will never be able to change anything. Mm. And that's the denial space. And that requires people are always like, but I'm doing everything. Sometimes less is more. Yeah. And you don't and need to. And it's time as well. Because mm. I've gone through patches of that where I felt like um, my words don't match my my body and my feelings. And it's just time. Like you can't, like how do you fix, you know, I've always wondered how do you fix that? But you just got to give it time. And then eventually it might just fall into place. And it doesn't mean you get to a final space because we're all, 
constantly having to grow and like heal as well, you know? Yeah. Mm. And and at the moment we're going through this portal called Lionsgate and it's going, like I'm not an astrologer and I say this all the time, but I feel the energy, it's stepping into your future. Mm. And so what you're going to shed in terms of, your denial and your lies to yourself before you step into that portal so that you can actually start attracting and bringing in what you want for this fertile time that we're getting. But that fertile time is a painful time for many because we're shedding all the lies and all the crap that we thought we were. Because in all honesty with me as well, you know, I like clothes and I like doing my hair and stuff like that. But as I get deeper and deeper into my own spiritual practice, I really just don't care. I, I spend days not leaving the house. I'm not being on. I'm not on lockdown. <laughs> I'm, I'm there, just dealing with my feelings and thinking about and meditating through what's coming up for me. That's painful because I want to be always a hundred percent authentic with my clients. So you have to put in the work, especially mm. anyone that's coaching or healing or doing anything with people. Don't bullshit yourself. You yeah, have to, I have an issue with that. I have a real issue There's with that. There's so too. many people that are like, I'm a life coach. And it's like, well, you know, how? Like, yeah. Especially if that person doesn't have their life together, how can they then go tell others what to do? I think that's just the ultimate hypocrisy. Yeah. You know? and no and one's perfect. No you know one what I mean? is perfect. You know? No yeah. one is perfect. But you must be authentic to yourself. And this is where copying and stuff, you know, people are trying to model their lives on other people and being, you know, I have a one of my best friends. You know, she's an amazing designer and creator and often has an issue with people copying her and not crediting where they're getting the design inspiration and things from. And it's about that's not being authentic to yourself because you're just taking something of someone else's thinking that's you. Mm. And so you have to learn now to dig and dig and dig and dig by and the only way to do that is really through digging and being silent and not talking all the time, having those moments. I know for some people it's really hard because you've got kids, but having those moments each day to really ask yourself, have I been authentic to myself today? Mm. What's coming up for me that I need to heal? Not parking it and then dealing with massive trauma that, again, contracts the contracts move through your own children. So your children will be reflecting back to you the things that you haven't dealt with. And I see that all the time with clients. So that's the thing. We are living in a world, especially with social media and things, it's a it's the world of comparison. You're, all, you're everyone's always comparing themselves, whether you think you are or not. Especially when it comes to like a business, especially in this day and age, when everything is online and you can see what everyone's doing. You know, everyone's telling you what they're doing, and um, so it is. Yeah, I, I guess I think it is a little bit tricky to stay true to yourself. But when you're true to yourself, and you know this, and I've learned this. Something really special can come from it and Absolutely. people people connect with you a lot more because you aren't copying somebody and you can't copy authenticity. Like someone might try copy you or whatever or you might try copy someone else, for example, but you can never do that forever and it's not authentic. So, yeah, when you're true, and I heard someone actually speak about this in a music doco recently, when you're true and you're not thinking about creating this big thing or whatever – it just happens. It's like an act of love. I lo- you should have seen Belle's eyes light up when she was talking about that because your eyes just lit up because you are authentic, Belle, with what you mm. do and what you've created this platform for all these people who, you know, look to you to help heal themselves. Mm. And that is the thing. You're absolutely right. When you are authentic to yourself, you're not comparing yourself to other people. You're not copying. Like I've written on my on my Instagram recently because it was a message that I got. The more that I know 
I don't want to actually know. I wish I came into the world mm-hmm. not being conditioned to know to know anything. It's really about unknowing mm. and forgetting about what you've been taught and going back to who you actually are, yeah. which is the fundamental question in life of why are you here on earth? Why have you got all these soul contracts around you forcing you to figure out who you are? Mm. And so when you are doing something authentic and you are being true to yourself, and that doesn't mean that you're like, celebrity famous or anything it's just being doing what you do something special does happen Mm. people will find you people will gravitate to whatever your business or your services or whatever you're not forcing and pretending that it's not an authentic way to Mm. live and people will eventually see through that and that's why I get disappointed and like you say a lot of truths coming out at the moment when people are you know the fakes coming out that's what I get quite disappointed because we live in a society which celebrates and rewards the inauthentic but you're seeing people People celebrate certain types of people and things, and then the authentic often just gets like they just, people just don't care about it. They don't. It's it's, it's a status thing, I think. People it is. think people, but it's weird. It, it really confuses me how inauthentic can fake their way to the top, and the authentic can people just like ah. Uh. You know? But that's going to change, Belle. Mm. It's already starting to change. So that's why. It really disappoints me. It, it disappoints me also because I see it in my field as well. You know, it, all of that is all going to start slowly being uncovered. So. But you're absolutely right. The inauthentic are praised and put on a on a pedestal. It's a political of, thing. It's just like in corporations and, and workplaces, often the shitty people, and there's some great people at the top too. I'm not saying this is like obviously not course. a generalization, but. In society, we see a lot of crappy people celebrated and shot to the top when mm. people who are actually really good, authentic, are just not like looked at the same. It's going to change. So that's why if you are looking for who you are, which ev- we all are, everybody's discovering who that are, always ask yourself, am I being authentic? Am I doing this because I feel like I have to do it? Am I doing this because um, I've been conditioned to believe I have to do this? Like I often tell my clients, I thought I'd be some corporate woman now because I thought that that was what mm. I was supposed to be doing. I'm not a spiritual healer, yeah, you know, but that's that's who I am. Mm. It happened. It happened because it is part of my contract and my blueprint for me to help people on this way. And it's authentic. Mm. So when you are doing something authentic, people are going to start seeing the difference between not authentic, being inauthentic and being authentic. And it's more and more it's, it's going to become evident. Mm. So that's why even more so than currently. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Authenticity is going to be the biggest thing well, for I'm the future. I'm quite happy because yeah, I just, it's going to be, so if you are lying to yourself, it's really time to, <laughs> yeah, you've got to really do the work. And some, I always have to check with myself. Are you in denial, Gaia? Are you doing something that's not true to who you mm. are? always questioning myself so that I make sure that I'm 100% authentic in who I am when I'm Mm. seeing my clients because you have to be. If you're pulling, trying to help people heal and awaken them in whatever way, you have got to be doing your work too, man. Mm. You can't just be sitting on your throne pretending that I'm perfect. You didn't come to earth perfect. Yeah, You came to learn, grow, and figure out who you are. Mm. Couple more things on soul contracts. How do, and I guess working with a healer or something would be helpful because I think it can be quite hard to work things out when you're in that situation and it's happening to you at that time. Uh, you know, hindsight's a great thing, but how do you heal those things that happen, maybe challenges that arise within your soul contracts? Well, one is awareness. And obviously, like you said, not everybody's going to have. Sometimes it's hard to be aware. Like I, I had this thing come up where, you know, a year ago I was mugged and I thought, oh, yeah, I've dealt with that. <laughs> but I didn't because a year later my hip and my groin all started hurting and I was thinking, 
where's this pain coming from? Then looked at my diary to see, oh my God, it was exactly a year ago to the day and this pain's coming up going, deal with it, deal with it. And so then I had to go and get people working on it. Like, okay. And then the emotional side of things, why is it coming up? So as you get the little indications, you have to try and deal with it at the time so that it doesn't grow into something else. So for example, if you did experience abandonment with a parent or whatever, when you were young, don't just park it and think that, oh yeah, it's going to go away. It'll somehow come back to trigger you again. And you don't want it to be a big blow up. You want to be healing Mm. along the way. So Even when I have a difficult client or something that's upset me or whatever, I'll take the time to actually heal myself now. Whereas before, I would just power through, power through, Mm, power through. I think a lot of us just do that in general. Right. And so now you have to allow the space, even though if you don't even know what the heck is going on in that space, you don't need to know. Just Just have some rest. Have some rest, some space where you're like to allow the things to come up that you have been suppressing. And and I see lots of people who refuse to let that stuff come up because they don't want to deal with it because it's too painful. And this is especially when I see clients who are... Opening Pandora's box. (laughs) Yeah, you're opening Pandora's box and people don't want to do that. But we're all being forced to do that. Mm. Otherwise, more things, all these people that you you're contracted with some people you're contracted with beyond lifetimes some people is just for the duration of the relationship some people is your work colleagues your boss who you love or you don't love whatever but all of these people are forcing you to trigger your own healing Mm. and some of it will be loving people and some people will be bloody challenging on soul contracts is that sort of similar to past lives in a way like are these people a soul contract with you that maybe been in your past absolutely right a lot of them have been and but in different ways so your mother could have been your sister or your daughter or whatever and you're coming back experiencing it on another angle to know for now you're dating your mum your (laughs) mum's your boyfriend what's going on it does happen that's interesting hey it does happen the dynamic changes for you to learn whatever you need to learn but obviously for all of you listening what you can do is to look at who you have around you now and see how they are triggering you to be authentic and to go back to a place of love and what it is that you need to be healing and allowing the space so even if you have like 10 minutes a day if you've got seven children to sit and think about what is my partner teaching me what is this kid because usually a parent will have one child that they really are connected with and one Mm. that drives them up the wall (laughs) so it's usually the one that's driving you up the wall that will be like okay there's some contract lesson that I need to learn with this child they're make they're triggering something in me so it's allowing space rest time Mm. recovery time all of that stuff to come up so that you're not suppressing it for the future and turning it into a much bigger thing than it needs to be because all of these things come up again in some way in some form someone you're contracted to will remind you hey you haven't dealt with that yeah and it can take a while, so you've got to be patient with yourself. Touching on another part of this topic, abandonment, which is something I know you see a lot in clients. We, a lot of us all deal with it in our own way. Um, when I put out to, you know, things to talk about with you, people often ask about that. What's the sitch around abandonment? I see abandonment issues a lot. And so this can be in different ways. So often I will see clients when I look at their soul blueprints from lives before where a parent has left them or a partner has left them. Those are the two biggest things. And so when they've had that type of experience in lifetimes before, they will be reborn into this life 
experiencing very similar things. But their lesson, again, is to go back to that place of being whole and full and unconditional love within themselves. But often history repeats itself. So when you look at abandonment, it can transpire out in life in different ways. It's through having separation anxiety, being really needy, needing reassurance all the time. Uh, needing validation all the time, but it also can be the fear of being alone. And in some people, they just have an issue with intimacy and connection because they're too scared that they're going to be left. Mm. But really on a spiritual level, no one can leave you because you are you are whole within yourself. And that's the lesson to go back to is that when you start learning and being authentic within yourself, no one will ever leave you. You know, you're no one. Yeah, will ever... it's like people just come and go, sort of thing. You're that's not being right. left. It's like, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Because sometimes, also, what I see is that abandonment. When I feel it in terms of energy, it can sometimes be that someone's parent has died, and so that even though it was through death that the parent has left, hmm. it still affects that, that person. Sense, yeah, as someone has left me to fend on my own mm. and to do what I need to do. But we should all be able to function on our own. I know it's hard because we are mostly, you know, we shouldn't be codependent unless you're a child, but we're all looking for these interdependent relationships. Abandonment is probably one of the biggest things that I see and it comes to people, affects people in different ways. So if you're someone and you think you have abandonment issues, look at how you're displaying that. Is it through separation anxiety? Is it through not being able to let your guard down to let people close? And I see this quite a lot because sometimes I'll say to a person, your relationship energy, it feels like you're in a relationship, but you're single, aren't you? And they'll be like, yeah. I said, if a person came near you now to try and have a relationship with you, they wouldn't want to commit because you're so protected that you already feel like I'm in a relationship, don't come near me. Right. When actually their mouth is saying, I want a relationship, please love me, please don't leave me. So it's about getting all of that into alignment. So it's about, again, being aware of how you're displaying your abandonment issues. And we all, we, who hasn't been yeah, triggered with, with it before? It's you just know, part of like life. Of really, course. Yeah. It's just some have it more in depth, ingrained in their yeah. blueprint, where some of us are just triggered triggered by it from time to time. But some people, it is a lesson that they're contracted to learn in their yeah. lifetime. And so it's about overcoming all of that. Yeah. And because, yeah, you're right. It's uh, within us all or everyone's different thing. But I think as well, that can come down to, you know, aspects of it being quite sensitive or anxiety as well, you know. Um, and it is hard. I know for myself, I've found in the past, it's hard to, uh, you know, early stages of a relationship, trust somebody not that you have trust issues but it's like you're putting yourself out there you're making yourself vulnerable um and you learn how to sort of navigate that but it can be hard because you get you know you're like oh is this gonna happen you know is this gonna work is this rejection yeah Yeah. and being left because if you're not being authentic and full within yourself you start being triggered with feelings like there's something wrong with me i'm Mm. not valuable enough i'm not pretty enough i'm not whatever i'm whatever you know you start beating yourself up when actually the lesson is to go the opposite way. So I've been getting up in the morning, every morning I say, Gaia, I love you. You're so amazing. You're doing great work with people before I go to bed. I treat myself like that child that we all have within us that wants to be loved, that wants to be cherished, and that wants to be valued. And, and that, that is it, the lesson. Yeah, and that is good enough. Just because people doesn't work out with people doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. I think that's something that's a right. lot of us have had to learn. And maybe it's not about being 
that you're better than people, but maybe they're not good enough for you. Also, and, and you also know, the other way around. Exactly. And also now that you have a little bit of an awareness of soul contracts, that person has found you to trigger that in you so you remember your value, mm. not forget it. Because your lesson, this is how people repeat shit over and over again because they're like, oh, I've been rejected again. I'm not valuable. I'm <laughs> not pretty. I don't mean to laugh. But, but you know what I mean? So true. That's what happens. But what you are actually being asked to do is that person's come into your life for you to have the opportunity yeah. to remember that you are actually freaking awesome on your own. You're so right. That you're full on your Flip it own. around. Flip it around. Mm. That is what people are just repeating. You do the opposite. You do the opposite when it's something like that because that's what you're being asked to do because you're here to learn mm. lessons and to experience. But people just love to do the same thing over and over again. So this is why you need to allow the space for trauma to come up, for you to deal with everything and be authentic to who you are, which is a person of unconditional love. Because, mm. I mean, that's the thing. A lot of these things, you've got to do the work on yourself, see people, do all that, you know, that stuff. How do you navigate life if you have abandonment issues, which a lot of us have, even though we might have had great parents, you know, mm. some pretty good relationships. Maybe we're just anxious beings that are afraid of trusting people. Obviously, you need to do work on yourself and, like you say, know that you are full on your own and that no one can really leave you with just like coming and goings kind of thing. But how do you navigate your life if that's issues or things that get triggered in you? You need to be devoted to yourself. It's not enough to just think and do. You need to be actually really devoted to loving yourself in such a deep way where you are reminding yourself. And this is not about being standoffish to relationships or oh, I don't need a man or a woman or I don't. It's not about that. No. It's about really honoring who you are. And you can do that in the most easiest ways, like what I do in the morning when I wake up. Rather than thinking about all the 20 million things I've got to do or who I'm seeing today or whatever, the first thing I say is I acknowledge myself. Mm. I acknowledge my being of being here on earth to be able to do the work that I do and to be able to help people in whatever way I can help them. You know, you're off, we're often devoted to our children or devoted to our work or devoted to our whatever. Be devoted to yourself and mm. make that a regular daily practice, like how we eat and brush our hair and brush our teeth. Be devoted to yourself. And that's the easiest thing anyone can do that is by purifying your thoughts, by purifying the thoughts about yourself. And when you hear a negative thing from an external source, you trump it within yourself and saying the opposite thing to yourself to remind yourself who you actually are. Because that's the lesson that you're meant to learn. The lesson's not to fall into what other people think about you. It's what you think about you. Mm -hmm. And so that's the easiest way for everyone. Like when you're driving to work and you're thinking about a million things, think about all the awesome things about yourself. Think about honoring that inner child in you of if I was six-year-old Gaia, six-year-old Gaia would want to be told she's loved and that she's clever and that she's, you know, we don't want to be without you. I tell, adult Gaia tells little Gaia that because it fills my cup up. Mm. You know, we don't need, sometimes our parents don't have the capacity to be telling us those things all the time because they've got their own bloody issues. Yeah, and like you say, it's in the need, you don't need to have reassurance all the time. You've, you got, to be able to, you've got to be able to assure yourself. You do. I mean, we all need a little bit of reassurance of externally sometimes, especially when we're processing things and we're like, how the hell do we deal with this? But we need to be able to be doing it for ourselves mm. because when you do it for yourselves, other people will naturally start doing it for themselves too. Mm. And that neediness stops. Because I do see that a lot in females. 
our clients, that desperation and that neediness is I just want to, you know, I, I want to be in a relationship. I want to do this and I want someone to love me. But, you you know, some people do find relationships in that headspace, but it's always based on then I need that reassurance from that person. Oh, my God, what if that person leaves me? That is in a sense of like you, and I love what you said, coming and going. It is a coming and going. Yeah, That's people, it. It's, what is it? Season, reason, lifetime. People mm. are with you for a time to teach you something for a reason or a lifetime. You That's know, right. Like your mum or whatever. Yeah, and so there's this impermanence with everything, but the only thing that's eternal is your whole being, your mm. your soul that will go and disappear into the universe to do its thing before it comes back as whoever else you need to be to learn your lessons of going back to unconditional love. So the easiest thing you can do is allow some space from time to time, even if that space is when you're driving in the car to work and reminding yourself and reminding, honouring that inner child in you that you are so worthy and valuable and that people have been contracted to you in this lifetime to remind you of that. Yeah, I love that so much. I think even a simple telling yourself, I love you. Yeah, yeah. and people sometimes cringe at the thought of that it's honestly I wake up in the morning now because usually I'm just straight into like oh god I've got to do this everyone is yeah we're just like right into the shower right got to do this and before you know it you're into your work but actually try and stop in the morning and let your first thought when you wake up or even if I wake up in the middle of the night thinking about something I'll go back to those thoughts of god you're awesome guy you know you're so loved and you're so valuable to people and so wonderful you rather than all the negative shit yeah. that's coming in like oh my god I ate too much last night my belly feels really massive or whatever you know it's yeah. like going back to the really good things and those are really easy things to do for you to find your authenticity and that unconditional love within yourself yeah. but you guys are all amazing and that's why you're listening to this and trying to heal yourselves but really go go dig into the places that are difficult don't suppress those places because they always come back and bite you on the ass one way or another mm. so if you if someone's forcing you even if it's a confronting kind of situation Go there, be brave mm. and go there and dig it out and heal and be resilient from it. Mm, I love that. Mm. Thank you so much for your time today, Guy. We've really enjoyed this chat. I know people are going to get a lot out of it. And it's so good to see you in person again. <laughs> I know we can I'm, touch each I don't other. Think I've seen you since We're actually touching this year. hands yeah. now. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Self Love Club podcast. Please subscribe for weekly episodes and catch up on the backlog of eps you may have missed. Until the next episode, make sure you're following the Self Love Club at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram for daily content, IGTV clips of interviews, and you can find me at Belle Crawford. Plus, find resources and articles on my website, bellcrawford.com, with a new recommendations page with my book club, all of the good shows to watch, and also you can actually listen to all of the podcast interviews ever on the Self Love Club on the podcast page. We've got heaps of incredible guests coming up with weekly episodes available each Monday. I'll catch you really soon. Ellie the most, okay? Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 